Olivia. This is my best friend, Carolyn. This is my best friend, David. We are a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship nearly a decade long. And this is Will, Will and Grace, Grace and Vodka. vodka. Cheers. We actually cheers that time. We actually cheers. Wow. What we a We are night. getting so good at this. We really are. <laughs> We've learned so much. You know what I always say, like, never stop learning. Never stop being curious. Never stop exploring. Be a student of life. I'm a student of life. Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't uh, turned off Will and Grace and Vodka already (laughs) um, tonight, what are we drinking? Uh, You've made us Mm -hmm. a very tart and delicious lemon drop. They are actually pretty good. They're really good, yeah. I don't hate lemon drop martinis, I guess. Same. Maybe I I thought I did. No. Like, I was worried it would come out medicinal. It's not. No, it's really crisp and refreshing. It is refreshing. With Smirnoff. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Smirnoff. Thank you, Smirnoff. You know, a smooth vodka is the key to a quality martini. Wow, that was gorgeous. Um, episode one hundred and twelve, the one hundred and twelve. Wow, we're a lot further along than I thought. Yeah, thing that time flies when you are <laughs> fucking drunk. Um, episode twelve, season one mm-hmm. of Will and Grace is titled "My Fair Matey." Now, what is that in reference to? It couldn't possibly be the musical My Fair Lady. Ooh, oh, you're so smart. You always get those. <laughs> I do get the references. It's a really good pun. And I mean, we this is an episode full of theatrical references. Yes. So I love it. Yeah. <laughs> this is another one. Of nails my, I have to like, be trimmed. This is another one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I love it. Streetcar. Oh, Streetcar Named Desire or this episode? This episode of Will and Grace that we're okay. talking about. Same, but yeah. my my answer to that question would have been yes. Um, original air date, Carolyn, what was it? <clears throat> February 2nd of 1999. And if you had to summarize things, like the events within mm-hmm. the episode? Well, I'd read them right off this piece of paper. Oh, please do. <laughs> uh, Will hires a cleaning lady to rescue his designing roommate, Grace, from the creative chaos. Now Hulu. I want to talk about your summaries, Hulu. In fact, I want to move that you hire Carolyn Johnson to write your summaries from now on. (laughs) Why? Well, A, you are a Will and Grace scholar. True. B, you have better words. Well, thank you, David. I mean, uh, gosh, no shade to the people. If you're you're not listening, but if you ever do, your job is probably very hard. You have a lot of things what to write. What if it's like one guy in some room who has to summarize every single episode of everything on Hulu? I mean, and what if he like actually doesn't really like Will and Grace or like That's... another show that he might have to, like, what if it's not his thing and he's like, fuck my life, I have to write this. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Because like, that'd be fun for us. But imagine like, <laughs> I, I, like our friends who are like, I don't, I don't know, I kind of don't care about Will and Grace. Like yeah. for them to have to write that, that would be a bummer job. Rough. Rough. Sure. And maybe they just want them short and sweet and to the point. We have a fair amount of trivia. Yeah, so the trivia. Whoa! Yes! So what happens is I copy and paste all the things because David edits the episodes, so my job is the show notes. And so David is for the first time reading this trivia. I'm And it is drama. Oh my god. (laughs) David, tell the nice people about the trivia. Okay. 
get this. All right, I'm about to spill some tea on Will and Grace and Vodka. Cindy Lauper was originally cast as April, the maid, but was fired because she, quote, just didn't work out, end quote. A book called The Showrunners by David Wilde, published in 2000, oh boy, that's old, um, gives more detail on the last minute casting changes of this episode. Quote, the My Fair Maidy episode they just finished has proved to be another difficult one, and the pair found themselves in the awkward position of letting go of Cindy Lauper, who was already an MTV icon uh, when they were still in school. Meaning the producers. Right. David Gohan and Max Munchen. Um Quote, it didn't work out, David Gohan explains. Quote, we brought it to the table and we'd written something we thought was very much in her voice. Then she sort of... Um, somnambulated through it at the table. Maybe that was partially our fault because we didn't get the script to her early enough. Then because of story problems, we had to do a major rewrite that evening. And I mean a page one rewrite. And that part had been cut down. Max Muchnick was hoping to see some of the spark he'd seen from Lopper on a Mad About You appearance for which she won an Emmy, but found himself less than mad about her in this role. Okay. The role was recast and given to veteran character, actor, actress, character actress Wendy Jo Sperber uh, end quote she was in Greece uncredited that was for me oh fun who, who was I she just scrolled through her IMDB and she was just a dancer in Greece awesome and I mean she's amazing do you know how David and I met we met doing Greece we met doing a community theater production of Greece <clears throat> we nearly 10 years ago we are closing in on our 10th friend anniversary. I know. And we've got to have some kind of big extravaganza. I mean, there has to be a blowout. Yeah. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um So isn't wow. that fascinating? It is. Thank you. You're so good at finding this stuff too. Like I would just be like, I don't know. It's really hard to go to IMDb and click the trivia link. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? What? I I don't have any follow-ups. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to give you a compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyway, um, so Cindy Lauper. First of all, I want to be the kind of person who says some 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 nambulated <laughs> in conversation. I mean, if you'll recall my read, it took me. A mo- I got to that word and I was like, some nambulated, mm-hmm. which means, by the way, sleepwalking. Oh, yeah. So she was like sleepwalking through her read of the script, <sighs> and they decided to recast her because they had to rewrite the whole thing. David Cohan. <clears throat> I just want to say here and now, thank you for your use of Somnambulated mm-hmm. in this interview that you probably don't remember giving right. from the year 2000. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, my body is yours. Oh my. That's that's going that's going a bit too far. Oh, I um, don't think so. Suffice it to say, I look up to you. That's really what I meant. Um, Same thing. Wow, I really have got to stop associating success with sexual prowess. Anyway... <laughs> um, <laughs> just good advice uh shall we shall we dive shall we take a dive let's into the episode into the episode okay (laughs) somnambulated like we were on saturday morning when we recorded last Mm. yeah i'll tell you what i am more awake same awake and don't feel weird about drinking (laughs) because it's the night times yep so beginning of episode Jack and Will walk out of the elevator and do all of the puns about internet dating that 1999 had to offer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the hallway, apartment, etc. 
um, Jack has met a, a a new flame at the bookstore. Book yeah. And he's like genuinely excited about him. And Will makes fun of him for using internet dating at all. Rude. Rude. And uh, our hands touched as we reached for a copy of The Making of Beaches. Which sounds like a fun read. <laughs> sure. TBH. Yeah. Like we just like got off on this IMDb trivia. Tri- mm-hmm. Trivia. Trivia. <laughs> I'm assuming that there's some uh, fun stories about the set of beaches. Anyway, go on. <clears throat> yeah. And they walk into the apartment and Jack says, holy dirty apartment, fat man. <laughs> and that holy whatever, whatever thing. That's yeah. a thing I say a lot. Totally. So they walk into the apartment and start doing the theme song to Sanford and Um, I love bursting into song. Totally. Why wouldn't you? With my friends whenever mm-hmm. possible. And she does. Yeah. Frequently. Well, we do together. Yeah. Um, so Will explains that Grace is working on this. What's the design show called? Do you remember? I know um, uh, the East Coast Living. No, that's the magazine. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. It's a design contest, basically, where they set up mock rooms and, and are judged. Yeah. Um. And he says she enters every year, and she never wins. Poor Grace. <laughs> and what does he call her? She's the Susan Lucci of the design world. <laughs> Which is a reference to Susan Lucci not winning any daytime Emmys forever, right? Forever. But then La didn't Lucci. she though? Eventually? Huh? Didn't she eventually win one? I don't know. I don't. I don't care you know about what? daytime Emmys. I don't care. Sorry, Susan. Sorry, Sus. I hope you got your recognition. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then Deborah fucking messing gives it to us again. Oh my god! And she like and the the like the studio audience also is like they took a moment. Yeah. And had, there was an applause break. Yeah. There had to be, because she comes out, and she's a mess. Her hair's a mess. She's got her green silk shirt untucked halfway, and like just everything is messy. And she's clearly having a breakdown, and it's. You know, I can't. There's no. It won't. I'm sleeping. Wake me never. Yeah. <laughs> and she just. It's perfect. I mean, it's ir- not. We can't replicate it. No, of course not. It's amazing. But it's it, it, go watch that moment again if you haven't in a while because it's fucking awesome. Maybe we can find like a illegal YouTube clip or something. That'd be fun. Uh. Um. um, um and then Jack um, says, "Looks like it's gonna be another disappointing year for La Lucci." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a wreck. She's a wreck. I get it. I mean, um, work is hard and scary, especially when it's your own business. I mean, like, nobody knows more about this than you. At least not in this room. (laughs) True. No, yeah, I fully relate to this. Absolutely. Like, when you've got a wedding coming or, like, an important thing or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I... And question yeah i i will we'll talk more about that later okay um so we open the next day on grace sitting in her little kitty coffee shop shirt <laughs> that i love mm-hmm. that i really remember and love there is i i looked to see if it was a real coffee shop in new york but um all it came up with was cat cafes totally which is fine <laughs> <laughs> um so she's sitting at the table in the kitchen of the apartment and She's surrounded by papers and there are about 30 pencils stuck in her hair. And um, I mean, it's just like she's so good at manic. 
Yeah. Well, and, and the thing I was going to say about this episode for me is that um, I think Deborah Messing's best gag mm-hmm. is um, self-deprecating. Yeah. You know, I think that she's so funny and intelligent and quick, but my favorite thing she does is and will always be when she's making fun of herself. Yeah. And I think that really sort of um, is the groundwork for the Lucille Ball comparison. Yeah. I think the I same think was so true too. of her. Uh, yeah. Uh, did we just have an announcement of a Lucille Ball biopic? I don't know. Did we? I feel like we did. And it's not Deborah Messing, which I'm taking issue That's with. That's a shame. No. Yeah. That's a damn shame. The Lucille Ball <laughs> estate has oh. said to Deborah Messing that they want her to yeah. play Lucille Ball. I mean, Have I said that on. on this podcast already before? I don't think so. Well, no, no. Here you know. All right. So next. So she's sitting there and she's just ding, ding, ding. My fashion moment. <gasps> Yay. It's the pencils in her hair. Oh, amazing. I just. <laughs> it's so cute. Do you want to know something funny? Yeah. That was mine until something else happens later. And okay. It, and it became mine. But that was mine. And it was written down. It's mine. just. I so understand her outfit and choices and moments in this episode. It's It's been your mood the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You've had a lot of work on your plate. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she's got... So, okay. She's got a frying pan, right? <laughs> Sitting next to her. And when Will comes in with, like, coffee and, and a bag of food or whatever, she... Tosses a balled up piece of paper in the air like a baseball and hits it with the frying pan over to Will and it makes it and I want to, A, I want to know how many takes that took. Same. B, I want to know like what thought process happened that she, Grace Adler, stood up to go to the kitchen to get the frying pan and bring it over to the table. I'm going to need this. I need to know that information because <laughs> it, it's just so funny to me that it's just she's got the frying pan and maybe that's why she got it to hit balls of paper around the apartment maybe that's how she copes maybe that's how she discards ideas i just think that is the funniest thing in the entire world it's genius and um and uh so will comes in and she's popping no dos oh my god gives her those espresso beans remember no dos p.s guys it's espresso do they say espresso no. on the show oh thank god i'm just psa yeah espresso <laughs> please Smell that? Just my creativity rotting and stinking in my skull. <laughs> she's just, she's having a time. And um, she keeps hitting the papers. And she almost hits Eric McCormick right in his face. I didn't notice that. That's funny. It's really great. So then. So then. Um, April enters. The hilarious maid. She's so fucking cute. Fucking love this woman. She's amazing. And she has this certain timbre to her voice that yes. I don't know. It's just like really, really extra tasty. Like it's got a little bit of a, um, a, like a tiny bit of like rasp to it. Yeah. But only in the kind of way that just says that this is my favorite kind of woman who is like kind of intense and probably yells too much. Like, man, you're so cool. I love her. Yeah, she's got, she like radiates a coolness. Wendy Jo Sperber, where you at, girl? I love her. She's still working, man. Is she? Yeah. Excellent. I know. Did you IMDb her? Of course. Great. Yeah, she's awesome. So then she arrives. She's a cleaning lady. Grace is worried it's going to ruin her vibe. 
Yes. To have a cleaning lady. And hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, Will says, I know you can't work unless you have a nice clean work environment and she says no that's you anal annie <laughs> i that's me yeah i can't is. work in messiness no i don't like to but i i can i you cannot i get so distracted it's embarrassing <laughs> so april comes in oh uh he says you've drawn a picture of a turkey with your hand uh out outline right she goes, that's supposed, to be, a supposed cow. to be a cow. Excuse me, though. Excuse me. That piece of paper, there are feathers. There are literally different multicolored feathers. <laughs> so that was. That was a bad cow. A bad cow. A cow Cows bitch. don't have feathers as far as I know. Um, so then um, we get April starting to clean. And she finds a piece of paper. She's like, this was balled up. I don't think this was supposed to be in the garbage. And Grace is like, no, that, that's trash. Please throw that away. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's good. What is it? It's And Grace is like, it's a meditation room. It was a terrible idea or whatever. And so. And as she's explaining it, April takes the pencils out of her hair. She does. <laughs> she's like, I'm just going to clean you too. Yeah, you're this. clearly a mess. Um, And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of sweet, and we get this idea that maybe April is the muse that Grace requires for the time being. So then April says, "Let me show you something I learned in the Coast Guard," and she does this whole like calm breathing exercise, and then she screams right in Grace's face. Effective, and not it's not a high pitched scream. Ah! It's ah! <laughs> <laughs> My mic didn't like that. It went all red and blinky. So, um, the sh ah. Is a whole thing. Yep. Cut to. Well, it's Will's office, mm. but sitting at the desk is actually Jack, dressed in a suit, entertaining a gentleman caller who is just enraptured with Jack. Um, and uh, turns out he's masquerading as a lawyer, which beyond, you know, annoying and stupid is also fully illegal right yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it is um, um <clears throat> friend this... of the, friend of the podcast chris jensen please confirm thank you <laughs> uh jack is wearing a beautiful suit he is it's nice it's a good it's suit. probably one of the ones that will gave him at the end of the one uh, where he didn't come the to big the play vent. right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so this actor Raphael sbarge Ah, yes. I was wondering if you would look him up for us. Thank of, you for doing of so. Um, he's a total everyman. He's been in everything. Most people would recognize him as the um, Jiminy Cricket character from um, Once Upon a Time. Oh, is he? Yeah. Cool. That's who he played. I haven't watched that in years, so I don't yeah, know Yeah, no, I stopped watching that now. after, you know, like 2011 or 12. Yeah. <laughs> it got weird. Yeah. Um, wasn't my thing anymore, but he is, he's fantastic. I've seen him in... Everything. Mm-hmm. And you would, I mean, you recognize him immediately because also, you're like, oh, it's that guy from that thing. He also bears, in this episode especially, a striking resemblance to Chicago scenic designer Joe Shermerly. Oh my God, he does. He looks so much like him. It's weird. Um, So Jack is entertaining this gentleman mm-hmm. and Raphael. And he's really cute. He's really nice. He's super into Jack. And, um, Smarties love to staple. Smarties love to staple. <laughs> and then Will comes in and it's, oh my God, 
it's so freaking good the way it works out. He yeah. stands up and he's like, Will! Hello, Assistant Will. This is so-and-so. This um, is Alex from the bookstore. I'm a lawyer. This is Alex from the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> they kick Alex out for a moment so that, like, Jack is like, I need to give him something to do. Or, or like, he's like, he's referring to Will as his assistant. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, kick Alex out of, the, out of the office for a minute. And... I love this moment. Go on. Jack takes to his knees. Begging. Begging Will to be okay with this and not say anything. That's all. That's what happens. Oh, uh, well, then, so he stands up and Will's like, oh, whatever. Fine. I don't care. Um, And then he goes, he hands him money and he says, I don't want him to think McFarland can't the- afford the McNuggets because he's a McLiar. That's cute. <laughs> Will's a good friend. Yeah, Will is a good friend just handing him money like that, even though he's impersonating him and it's illegal. Fully illegal. Um, Jump to Grace's office. Grace hates herself. And excuse me, I'm going to have a quick cry in the swatch room is one of my favorite phrases of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I bet so it is for you. Yeah. a terrible time. Um, you know, and Karen's there and she's like, honey, you still test driving those antidepressants? Because I think it's time <laughs> to buy. And April walks in. Well, how can anyone be happy in bat mitzvah ruffles? Oh my God, bat mitzvah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm skating <clears throat> over things um, that I should not be. Um, and she is wearing some ruffly shirt. I mean, that is a ruffle shirt. And it's not her best. No. But it's pearls and it's a spread collar and it's a black blazer. So I mean, what do you do? The Grace Grace Adler Adler. uniform. Gracie Adler designs. Um, April arrives. And um, am I in the right place? And Karen goes, yeah, honey, but not the right outfit. What is what is this? What are you doing? Or whatever she says. And like she goes to shake April's hand and April says, I'm Grace's cleaning lady. And Karen pulls away (laughs) and is like, the cleaning... we shouldn't be talking. Get to work. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Um, oh, billionaires. Oh, billionaires. Why are you? Um, so she's there to get the key. Yes. So she, she, Grace has not left April a key. Yes. Walks over to Grace. I don't have a key. She, there's a shitty joke about the maid having a key to your home and stealing your valuables. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on then um it's not a shitty joke it's a good joke it's just it's shitty <laughs> shitty to way to think about the people who clean your house for you right um grace sends karen to lunch sends karen to lunch in boston <laughs> go to and lunch it's 10 a.m go to lunch in boston so april notices that grace is working on the meditation room that she found on the floor right uh crumpled up and she says oh i see you're working on it and and grace is like blech, no blech. no she's not she says i think you know what I am. I tried to make it worse. I think I did it. Oh, yeah. That's what she does. (laughs) I love April. April has no time for this shit. And she says, oh, yawn or whatever. You're boring. You're boring. Straight up says she's boring. I love this attitude. She's like, people get down on themselves are boring. And I'm like, yeah, they fucking are. Yeah, they fucking are. I can't stand it. Yeah, neither. Talk yourself up. Yeah, do better. I mean, I hate when people get down on yourself on themselves and, and Grace is like getting down on herself. 
done on herself. (laughs) And and April has this line, if I had your talent, uh uh-uh. And the way she says, uh uh-uh, just makes me so happy. She's like... Does it, like, hold a memory for you, too? The way she says, "Uh -uh." uh-uh. Uh-uh. Because in this very same scene... I also have like a very distinct memory of it doesn't say Grace Sadler wines. Yes, it says Grace Sadler designs. Yes, me too. Like it's it's ingrained within me. We keep, you know, I as we get further into season one, mm-hmm. I'm I'm recognizing that these episodes are ones that I I think just like got me through like my I think my freshman year of college. That yeah. you know, DVD box set or whatever. And I know them so well. I know. It's a little shocking. I'm, I I see them. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, when there's an episode of TV that you have just, for whatever reason, seen over and over and over. It's just, it's a such a treat to watch again. I know. I love it. And I, I, I just watch. love Wendy. Yeah. Wendy, Wendy killing it. Uh, she says, quit beating yourself up and just do it. <clears throat> and and Grace, Grace starts to demure again and she goes do it do it do do it it, do it just banging on the desk which we do to each other Mm -hmm. often yeah do it do it just do it uh you know mary poppins got the same message across but she did it in a nice little musical number you're like a spoonful of whoop ass whoop ass yeah (laughs) which i honestly is something i try and be and do spoonful of whoop ass and no, just like like April, like stop berating yourself. I'm sick of it. You're boring and it's annoying and you're great. Be like April. So recognize it or get the help you need. Right. Or just like, you know, be down sometimes if you have to. Mm-hmm. But like if your MO is constantly I suck, I suck, fucking fix it. Yeah, I'm bored. Right. Um, that's the end of that scene. We say that like confidence is so easy. Like we have it in spades. Like just do it, you guys. Hello. Anyway, we're both doing super well. Um, I mean, we <laughs> kind of are. <laughs> well, I, I just, it does, it is, I am. Hmm. <laughs> almost there. You're almost there. I am a full believer in fake it till you make it. Yeah. I am too. You want to own that room? Act like you do. Say that you, say that it's right. Say that it's good. Say yeah. that you're good. Even if yeah, you're not and like there, there are studies that show that negative thoughts breed negative life. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you if you kind of like, there are days when I'm like, this sucks, and I hate it, and everything is bad, and everything is terrible. And then I try and turn that around. I really do. Like, I mean, and I'm not talking about like depression because I I'm very blessed in that I don't have depression. Um, but. You know, when I'm getting, when those days are happening where I'm getting down on myself, either A, I'm like, well, no, I suck. I'm going to lay under these covers and watch, you know, TV. Or I'm like, no, I want to feel better. I start to think different things and think of happy things and things that make me happy. Or I call my husband and, mm-hmm. and or I call my mom. Yeah. Mom always helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, you know, there are some days you just, you need to feel those terrible things and just be like, yeah, I fucking suck. For but, sure. But you can't do that all the time, and I think it's... it's. And some people are chemically unable to do so. Right. Well, like I said, I don't have depression, right. so right, right, I right. Mm-hmm. don't feel that. Yeah. But And I understand that, obviously, it's not just a mindset. Like, yeah, you could have a chemical imbalance. That needs help. But for me, and other people who don't suffer from a mental illness, like, 
if you're feeling negative, try and turn it around. Like really consciously go, okay, what makes me feel nice? Yeah. What are, what are some happy memories? Watch a movie you love. You know, and it really does work. It really does. Yeah. It really does. And sometimes that movie or that phone call comes in the form of a weird maid who screams at you. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What happens next? Ah, the very next scene, we are in Grace's office again, but it's a different day. Because April has stayed in Grace's office all week, just sitting there helping to motivate Grace. And Which, it seems to be working. Yeah. <clears throat> For some reason, she's become this placebo. Yeah. And uh, a placebo. Interesting. Good choice. Good choice of words. <laughs> Was the funambulist uh, somnambulated? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know what a funambulist is? I do not. I do. It's a tightrope walker. I don't a know funambulist? Why, why do you know that? I don't know. It's, <laughs> you know how like a word gets oh, yeah. into your brain and it's just mm-hmm. like, this is a word you will know forever. Funambulist. Well, now we all know it. Mm-hmm. Everyone write that down in your notebooks. Tightrope walker. It will be on the test. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we've been in the office all week with Grace, April has, and Karen says, can't we just replace her with a buzzer? Because every time <laughs> Grace has an invasive negative thought that she says out loud, April says, eh, wrong. <laughs> and then Will arrives and he's angry with Grace for, you know, having kidnapped the, uh, cleaning lady for the week. He says he's got mold on his shower curtain that's in escrow. Yes. But um, he only has a bath in his bathroom. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a shower curtain. Well. Mm, continued investigation. Mm, more. <laughs> I, yeah, I spy glasses. Ma- magnifying. Magnifying. Glasses. There you go. Lemon drop. <clears throat> um, yeah, this is a, this good. Is a drink, David. So uh, then we are back in Will's office again. Yes, we are. Well, there's did I a skip lot something? Yeah. <laughs> what did I skip? Uh, so Will Will takes her into the SWAT room, right? <clears throat> and uh, is is you know he's like you can't do this, and he and she says, but I can't do it without her. And he goes, ah, oh, yes, the Hazel syndrome. What's that mean? It's a reference to some I think '70s show where the maid was named Hazel. That I didn't look up. Oh, there is a maid named Hazel, on a TV show. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm That's sure. Funny. I'm sure someone will tweet it at us. Yeah, somebody tweeted. Let us know. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, she and would. then and then he says they'll explain it all to you at the nervous hospital, Blanche, which is a streetcar reference, right? Yeah, that's the streetcar reference. Mm-hmm. These nails will have to be trimmed. <laughs> it's from the very final scene of Streetcar Named Desire when she says, "I shall die from eating an unwashed grape." Anyway, if you didn't know already, I am a homosexual. <laughs> well, you really know streetcar. I fucking love Streetcar Named Desire. Wow, that's something I didn't know about you. Really? That's very exciting. It's like, I think it's my favorite play of all time. Whoa! All right, yeah. well, we'll talk further about that later. Um, They'll tell you all about it at the nervous hospital, Blanche. All <laughs> these fingernails I have to be trimmed. That's three times I've said that Yep. on this episode. Three. Good anyway, job. Anyway, let's please continue. <laughs> uh, so, he says, did Mr. Brady ask Alice to help with the architecture? <laughs> that's a valid question and a valid comparison. Yeah, it is. It's just really 
Lovely I, cam sitcoms. I laughed really hard. Good. Um, and then Karen confronts April. Oh, oh, Eve. So good. Mm. Thus introducing an entire generation of people to All About Eve. Yeah, you're right. And by extension, applause. The the mm, lukewarm at best musical adaptation of All About Eve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are so Not to many. be confused with the Lady Gaga album. Of course not. <laughs> not in this house. No, not in this house, except by maybe one person. Definitely by one one person <laughs> at least. And he's like, who's Lady Gaga? What's a will and grace? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Where's my bass? I don't know. Right. Uh, so she is... <laughs> Jeez, sorry, do you guys really quick, do you want to know what it sounds like if you're playing an electric bass without an, without an amp? It sounds like... Ring the ding ding to click 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 ring ding 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 ring ding ding click 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 click. It's the sound of my life. Yeah. <laughs> my husband's a really good bassist. <laughs> he no, he actually super is. Yeah, he really is. Uh, so Karen confronts April and she is defending Grace from the perceived threat she feels. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I am here Very for sweet. it. It is. She cares. Ha. <laughs> She cares. Oh. And and then we head to Will's office. Then we head to Will's office where Jack arrives, bursts in carrying a gym bag um, and says to, that Will needs to get out because Alex is on his way and um, so that he needs to pretend to be a lawyer again. And he starts changing into a suit and ding, 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 ding. <gasps> we have my fashion moment of the week. Tell me everything. It is... The um, So I think I've mentioned this before, but I grew up the son of a costume designer mm. who specializes in like fantasy theatrical stuff. And she's so incredible. She's so talented. Um, and she like while I was growing up, her workshop was in the basement of our house and she built all these like special magical onstage quick change things. Oh, cool. And so his shirt is rigged with Velcro. And like the tie is not real and yeah. like, and I love a quick change. I don't know. There's something about it that just is like, I find really magical and fun and theatrical oh, same. and like cool. I like maybe that's super nerdy, but like, no, I love a quick change. It's so fun. And so his, his, his quick change is my moment, my fashion moment. Aw, I love that. He's also wearing jogging pants with it the whole time, which is yeah. part of a gag, but like, it's also like fun and part of the yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, those, if you haven't, if you want to be impressed by the magic of quick change and you haven't ever Googled the quick changes in Cinderella on Broadway, mm-hmm. do it immediately. Yep. It is, I'm not a Disney girl. I could not care less about Disney and princesses, but that moment is so. It's not f- Disney though, it's Rogers and Hammerstein. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <gasps> well, I have to jump out the window. No, it's okay. Stay here, please. No, Stay with I, me. I will get you my musical theater card and turn it in. I I would I will just renew it for you. Oh, bless you. I still don't like Disney. Um, but like it is such an incredibly magical moment and you should google it right now because it is they were on the Tonys. They did that on the Tonys, mm-hmm. the quick change. It's literally on stage and their dresses change. My mom is um uh, building those 
quick change apparatus right now That's for that very show. Oh my god. Where? Yeah. Where? Uh, she got hired to do it at some high school oh. in the suburbs where they have money to money. afford things like the Hiring special costume quick designer. changes mm-hmm. for, <laughs> yeah. Instead of just renting them. Also, my mom has been rigging Cinderella quick changes right. that happen on stage for years. Right. <laughs> oh, David. David just you can't tell. It's like a drag of a cigarette. Yeah, he's very uh, Edith right now. Yeah, I don't know who Edith is, but that's who that but is. But that's her. Well, we've talked too much about quick changes. Anyway, that's my fashion moment of the week. But I love that's really your weird. fashion moment because I love. <laughs> I I too love the magic of a quick change. It's so special. <clears throat> Theater nerds. So Will finds Jack's bike lock sitting with Jack's things, and he's like, um, your bike is outside and your bike lock is here, so Jack has to go outside, but he sees Alex (laughs) sitting in the waiting room. (laughs) So stop laughing, it's so funny. So he takes the quick lock and says, oh, quick, I'll be right back, just distract him, and he runs to the window and just slams right Right into into it. it. Like full commitment. <laughs> I watched it on my phone on the bus. Mm-hmm. Mistake, because I was laughing so like, hard, 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 <laughs> hard. Chicago. Let's go to the front room. Front room. <laughs> <clears throat> I that is. I just. I it's mean, so good. God bless Sean Hayes. Thank Jesus you, Sean Hayes. Fucking I will, Christ. I have said it before. I will say it repeatedly. Sean Hayes is a national treasure. Alex comes in. Sees Will. Will says Alex is, or Will says Jack is working on a big case. Yeah, whatever. Or something. And and, uh, and then Jack comes in and Will leaves in his track pants and mm-hmm. says he's just running from case to case. Right. Sits uh, down. They say they're going to go get lunch. And Alex says, we need to talk. Oops. And it's the you're a great guy butt speech. Which then Sean Hayes does a beautiful job of saying, I hear I'm getting the great, you're a great guy butt speech, mm-hmm. which just is heartbreaking, obviously. Um, he starts saying, ironically enough, he's like, I don't know, I'm kind of aimless and like, I don't really have it together, but you, you've got it all locked up. Like, <laughs> you're a lawyer, you're goal oriented. <laughs> and then what does Jack do? Jack rips open his Velcro shirt and says, I'm not a lawyer, I'm a liar. <laughs> mm. Very subtle comedy there. <laughs> mm, yes, yes. Um, and really gotta, you really gotta think about that one. And then he, uh, Alex is like, it's over, Jack. But incidentally, <laughs> would you mind setting me up with your assistant, Will? He seems a little lost, like me. And Jack's face. Get out. He just goes, he's straight and slams the door in his face. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we are at the design show. Yes. And the meditation room is mm-hmm. there. And I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't know what a meditation room <laughs> A is. 99. 1999. Yeah. Is, Everyone is was what zen? It like. Well, I mean, people are pretty meditating now, too. Sure. That's um, true. I meditate yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It helps with my anxiety. Um, so the room is clearly a thing for rich people. Um, yes. Oh, you've got this extra room. Here you go. 
make it a meditation room. Make it only for mindfulness. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, aesthetics aside, um, Grace is freaking out because April's not there and Will is. And he's like, and, and she's like, we had all these different configurations that we were going to agree on one and she's not here. And we learn that Will has paid April not to come. Because he is sick of Grace not believing in herself. What are your thoughts on that? I think fair point. Yeah. I mean, this is broad situational comedy, right, so obviously. it's a, absurd. But like, it's uh, but yeah, I feel that I feel that. Yeah, I think that she needs to learn to overcome that placebo effect, as you put it. Yeah, she you know? needs a kick in the ass. Yeah, she needs to fucking get more about Grace Adler a little bit. Yeah. She's she a fucking a, business owner. She needs a kick in the ass, not an ah in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very good. They did a thing very there. Good. Did you get it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they go back and forth with the cabinet. Like they're trying to yeah. move it. And he's like, it's fine where it is. And they go back and forth. And he goes, why do I feel like I'm in a shooting gallery? And it's a cute joke. What else is there to this scene? Um, well, Karen was there at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Because she's always there for Grace. And she and, tells her that she's always there for her. And then she goes to get a facial. <laughs> Salt scrub. I'm so sorry, a salt scrub. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What that I is. know because when she said salt scrub, I thought, "Ooh, winter time to start getting salt scrubs every month." What even is that? It's exactly what it sounds like. Scrubbing you your body with salt to, like, take some salty gook, put it on your body, and rub it around, and make you smell good, and make you feel good, and then rinse you off. And you feel amazing. And your skin is soft. Hmm. You get winter skin. You should try it. What? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> you looked so come forward to us just now. You're like, what? <laughs> what do you mean I get winter skin? We are fair complected. I don't want that. It feels good. No. If I don't I'm wanna, telling I don't... you that I think it feels good. Right. I'm sorry. Of course. I will do whatever you say. Uh, that is so not the fucking point. I'm telling you that it feels good on my buds, eh? And I don't want a stranger rubbing things on me. You're missing out. All right. I'm fine with that. I don't like a spa day. It's you don't? My, no, it's not my thing at all. <gasps> I love a massage. Okay, okay. I love okay. a massage. That is it. I want no part of facial or scrubbing or mud or saunas. Have you done one before? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done a few things and I know enough that I would not like it. I don't, you know, I don't like beauty stuff. I didn't know that. It didn't occur to me that that would, that would mean you didn't like spa days. Fascinating. No, not my thing. That's a thing I didn't know about you. Oh, look how much we're learning about us. (laughs) Wow. Well, if anybody is ever (laughs) trying to give Carolyn a spa day, you may forward it to me instead. Or just give me massages forever. (laughs) That's fine. Anyway, what show is this that we're talking about? Will and Grace. Right. So Will's match, and he's like, you don't need someone who screams, ah, don't you dare mock the ah. <laughs> That's a cute bit that I also, again, remember. Um, and they're fighting, and dude walks up. And he goes, actually, he's right. And she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the the interior design editor of East Coast Living or something. And she's like, oh. Welcome to my meditation space. Thank you for saying space, because that is something I fully remembered, mm-hmm. too. Um, 
And we cut immediately to the end where presumably she's won. They don't say explicitly. He just says congratulations. Congratulations. You kicked booty. Say it. I kicked booty. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that all the time. Yeah. I kicked booty. I kicked booty. <laughs> and then. The show is over. Oh, they om. They, they, they om. They make om jokes. Om. Let's go home. Yeah. My home. There's a rock in my, my bum. bum. At least it's not your thumb. Now it's going numb. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's the episode. It's over. Um, what are your takeaways? Uh, my takeaways are... I wrote something down. Hold on. Pick your papers up. Uh, sometimes you just need an objective eye to see how good you are. Oh, nice. And like literally just last week, I texted you and I said... Tell me I'm good at my job. Yes, you did. And I did. And you did. And she is. Thank you. But it was just one of those things where I was feeling very like, am I good at this? Do I do this? Yelp says I am, but I don't know. Right. And I, I felt very um, insecure. And and sometimes you just need someone who... Now, while well, you're my best friend, but... <laughs> You just need someone outside of your life to come in and be like, wow, you're incredible. Right. To be fair, I am not objective. No. In this. No, you're very biased. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I also know that you know that, I, like, you've been there for my job. You yeah. and you know I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, you know, it's sometimes you just need someone from outside your life to be like, holy shit, that's what you do? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And also, like, stop getting down on yourself and have con- and have confidence in your abilities. I love that. Ask me. I, I'm, oh, okay. I was making sure I was done with that oh, thought sure. because I thought there was more. Nope, that was it. David, what are your takeaways? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my takeaway is from the, like, sort of, you know, subplot of the episode Mm -hmm. the jack thing yeah so there's this bit when um jack is we're first introducing the idea of jack you know uh posing in his friend's life to impress a dude right and it paints you know uh like in the first act of the episode it paints jack in a really just like adds another coat of this sheen on that character that is i will go ahead and say it lightly problematic uh, depending on who you ask heavily problematic and that is that he's just like a super trivial you know um materialistic stupid vapid gay person and representation as i said in the last episode matters and um uh, i hear that and i feel that and i felt that especially keenly in the first act of this episode however in the second act, there is this moment when Jack is putting on that quick change. Mm-hmm. I was going to say blouse. Mm-hmm. It's not a blouse. <laughs> it's a shirt and tie with a blazer. Um, and uh, Will's kind of putting up a fight. And Jack says, oh, come on. You fucking love this. This is grade A fodder for a bitch like you. Yeah. And the line, grade A fodder for a bitch like you. The brilliance of the character of Jack McFarland cannot be overstated because this is this this character that at 
first glance, yes, is problematic and does say some not always accurate things about what gay men are. But it also says some very true things about uh, gay life. And one of those things that I think gay people have had to learn is how to make fun of themselves. And sometimes it's a defense mechanism and sometimes it's just to get what they fucking want. And Jack uses it so beautifully there and you can just see in Sean Hayes' face that he fucking gets it. He says, um, when he says this is grade A fodder for a bitch like you, he says, I know what I'm doing is insane, but I'm doing it to achieve something. And like, you love it. So stop bitching. Like, get out of my way. Jack McFarland is nothing if not self-aware. Right. And I think that that's actually super important. Yeah, absolutely. Like, beyond being a wonderful punchline and a really quotable moment, it is important to note that as gay men, you know, like, is this representation of gay life completely accurate? No, far from it. But it is important. I agree. And like, you know. That's my takeaway. Good. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Good job, Will and Grace. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's episode uh, 112. My fair matey. Thanks for coming along, kids. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Apparently I was checked out. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm done. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, David, what was our drink? We had a lemon drop mm. this evening. Very simple <laughs> cocktail. Um, it's, I mean, it's real. It's one of the best drinks we've made on the show so far. I, I think. Think it is. Like, like I'll Moscow tweet out the recipe. Was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tweet the recipe. You should tweet the recipe, David. The exact, the exact proportions. But make sure this. they know that the, f- like, <laughs> the hmm? first time they make it. Oh no! I'm they- gonna tweet it correctly because okay. i did follow a recipe for this and the first time i made it i doubled the recipe because it was like this yields one serving <laughs> so i doubled it and it was like it was like a, a third of a martini <laughs> yeah. it was so small and i was like i guess i have to quadruple it <laughs> um but this was delicious de- delicious clearly it thank was effective you. yes um it's and i'll even I'll share the recipe with y'all <clears throat> uh thank you Shmanoff. yeah delicious we bought it and, but uh, we're happy to have it yeah um, so please, if you haven't yet, go to our little page and, and give us a rating and a reviewing. Um, that'll get us to more people. And that's what we so desire. Truly, it's important. Please, it please, is. please, please do it. Thank you. Um, and thank you to PJ Hinky, As always, my bro on the keys for our beautiful Kill in the game. And Kill follow us on game. social media. Yeah. At Will and Grace Pod. All the things. Yeah. Well, Cheers. Cheers. I love ya. Me? Yeah. I love you. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.